welcome to the ABI online radio show where you're about to hear from industry experts that will share their stories and advice on how you too can learn from their expertise and life's experiences. And now it's time for the next interview, so let's get on with the show. Hi everyone, it's Fred Gillen again, your host on ABI online radio. And once again, we've got another business expert with us um, for your entertainment. Today we have Steve Barker, and Steve is a recent immigrant from the UK and has changed his complete lifestyle and career to help people and small business owners in particular in Australia develop their business. So um, welcome to the show, Steve. Um, I'd just like to get the listeners to find out a little bit more about yourself before we really get started. So would you like to tell us, I know that you were in the Air Force, and I'm guessing that that was the, um, the British Air Force, because You've just come out here a few years ago, so tell us a little bit more about yourself. You know what got you, obviously, to the Air Force, and then how you transitioned out of that into your coaching business that you're running now, and and anything else you'd like to share. Yeah, sure. Thanks very much for having me on. First of all, Fred, I really appreciate it. Um, just to be able to to say hello to everybody and to uh, to to let everybody know that, that there is a world out there after you know whatever it is that you've chosen to do. So, yeah, I was in the Air Force, um, in the UK Air Force, as you can probably tell from my outrageous accent. Um, and uh, I, I joined up at the age of 16 and uh, moved all over the world. I've lived in four different countries, Cyprus, Germany, Gibraltar, Italy, um, all for a period of three years each. Uh, I've served in different countries, um, been down to the Falklands a couple of times, been to the desert a fair few times, and um, just really moved around. The reason that I joined the Air Force was um, I, I really believe in freedom of speech, that uh, everybody should be able to have their say, within reason, of course, um, and to, to, to lead the life that they really want to do. Um, whilst I was in the Air Force, I was a communications technician by trade, and uh, with about 15 years left to serve, I started to move towards adult education. I became a, a, an instructor, and uh, from there I learned about facilitation and training, um, coaching, and I went on to become a um, basic recruiting instructor. So I was that big nasty drill sergeant, um, which uh, actually is just a myth. We uh, we have to use all sorts of different skills to be able to um, help the recruits achieve their desired outcomes. And that really was the catalyst for me to become a coach. I didn't realize it at the time, but uh, I really enjoyed and got massive job satisfaction from watching young people transform, overcome challenges, and to be able to move forward and, and achieve their, their, their desired outcome, which was to serve their country. Um, so what brought me to Australia? Um, well, about five years ago, I came over on an exchange tour. So basically, the British military have an exchange with the Australian military where they send or they send servicemen across the world. So I had an Australian come over to the UK and do my job, and I came to Australia to do his job. Um, I was a basic recruit instructor at the time, and... Um, I just fell in love with Australia. I fell in love with the people. I fell in love with the country. I fell in love with the fact that you got cold beer because it's it is a myth that we drink warm beer. <laughs> um, so yeah, everything about Australia just really resonated with me. And um, when I got back to the UK, 
I, I realized that my career was coming to a natural conclusion. So after serving my country for 26 years, I uh, came over to Australia and decided I would start a new life. Um, and I went through a pretty, pretty turbulent time, to be honest. Uh, the four, first sort of three, three or four years um, was difficult, very difficult. I didn't know my purpose in life. I'd, I'd been in the military for 26 years um, from the age of 16. That's all I knew. Um, so I, I went through four or five different um, jobs and never really settled in one of them. Um, and it was my partner who turned around to me and she said, look, if you can train 500 recruits, 150 recruits, you know, 10 recruits, you can train one person. And I know that you love helping people. Um, and that's when she pointed me in the direction of becoming um, what they call a life coach, um, which is a, a strange uh, description for the role, really. I, I call it trainer, facilitator, and coach um, because you, you, the life coach, nobody really understands what they do. But uh, basically, I just move people from an area where they're, they're unhappy or they want to improve using the, the, life, the uh, life learnings that I've had, the experiences from living all over the world and my study of human behavior. Um, I help facilitate changes in their environment, changes in their mindset, which opens up all sorts of possibilities and gets them moving towards where they want to be going. Um, so that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Fred, I hope that uh, answered your question. Yeah, no, it does. And it's probably a, a, a good segue because as I explained to you before the show that uh, like my focus for the show is to help small business owners, you know, and mm. get um, the necessary info they're looking for. So like you mentioned that you had a lot of challenges and one was coming out of a probably a stru really structured environment like the Air Force and then ending up on your own with, you know, no peers to work with and changing a lifestyle. So what was one of your biggest challenges like starting out on your own and how did you overcome it? Uh, the, the, the biggest challenge I would say was having the courage um, of my convictions to realize that I was enough and that's where the, the, my name of the, the business came from. You know, I am enough coaching. Um, it really is just knowing that uh, you have the skills and to believe in yourself, to have the courage to be able to step out um, and, and to do it. Um, I had to fall back on um, my memories and when I realized you know, that I'd, I'd been able to help so many people, I'd been able to do exactly what it is that I wanted to do, um, I thought, wow, I can actually change things here. I can help other people. I can, through, through getting them to understand about themselves um, and how they work and how to overcome their limitations, they are then able to go out and, and reflect that out to other people. So I think the biggest challenge I had was that, that fear of, can I do this? Am I going to be a failure? You know, I, I talk about uh, the three universal core fears that humans have, and one of them um, is this feeling of being found out to be a fraud, to be um, seen as, as not enough. <clears throat> um, and uh, that's, a, that's a massive fear that a lot of people have, um, and they have it subconsciously. But once you raise your awareness to it and you realize that everybody else has got it, then that really does diminish the fear and, and, and put it into context. Yeah, and, and and what about your first client? Like, what did you set up a plan and like you know a yearly plan, or or did you have a focus on a particular client, or was it just pure luck that you got your first one and then grew it from there? Um, well, 
I actually did a lot of study around um, my avatar, my, my ideal client. Um, and I also did a lot of, of marketing around sales and understanding um, how how we as humans actually interact with people and how we, we go through that sales process. And it really is a case of um, generating enough trust with the individual. So, for example, if you've got social um, social proof that you can do what you say you can do, so you've got testimonials, you've got case studies, you've got histories that you can fall back on, and that's a great way to be able to do it. Um, and if you haven't, you know, like when I got my first client, it was really a case of um, developing that relationship and that trust and that understanding so that the person knew who I was and what, uh, what it was that I was offering and they believed that we could achieve the outcome. Um, so there was lots of, of, of building of trust and, and, and stuff like that. And it actually came out of the blue, my first client. I was, I was just talking with somebody. Um, we would have coffee chats. I would take in documentation that they could look at and I would give them heaps and heaps of values for free. And then they came up to me and said, Steve, I really, really like what you're doing and I've, I've tried some of your stuff and it works and it's great. You know, could you come and work with me? Could you come and work with my team? Um, and I was like, wow, yeah, of course. Yeah, that would be awesome. And then he asked me, how much do you charge? <laughs> and I hadn't even really thought about that at the time. So I just sort of said, um, just well, say, how much have you got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said to him, I said, uh, look, let me go, go away. Let me get down what it is you want you and your team to be able to achieve. I said, and then I will go away and I will come up with a, a bespoke training package um, and coaching package that you can then have a look at and see if it meets your needs. And if it does, um, then we can talk about a price. And I, I, I sort of just uh, flew by the seat of my pants, really, and um, and went from there. But no, it turned out to be really good. And from there, he gave me a testimonial, um, which has then served to bring in other clients. So. It was a very slow process to start off with, but once I got the ball rolling, um, you know, it, 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 it really started to snowball and, and is going gangbusters now. That's, that's nice. And I suppose, <clears throat> excuse me, I suppose that one of the big issues that people have about what they're worth, and especially when you're starting out of setting a price, some people think, oh, I can't get that amount or, you know, it's, it's a bit expensive or what it is. So it's, it's a very mm. difficult um, difficult to come to terms with and even if you look at your peers out there you know some are charging thousands of dollars for similar kind of coaching and but you've got to start mm -hmm. somewhere don't you yeah yeah very much so I mean for me I had to change my whole belief around money um, we have values and we have beliefs um, our beliefs uphold our values so it's easier to change your belief than it is to change your value now when I start to uh, research beliefs around um, money and um, and that sort of area, I realized that we, we inherit a lot of our beliefs from our parents. We inherit a lot of beliefs when we're young people. If you take, for example, Disney characters and all the baddies are normally rich people like Cruella de Vil. Um, even Monty Burns in The Simpsons, you know, he's a rich person. He, he plays the, the bad character. We get given a piggy bank um, and we get told to put our money in the piggy bank and then you have to smash the piggy bank to get the money out. So money becomes a precious commodity. Um, it's something that we, we subconsciously feel that we must hold on to. Um, and then because of that, we have this belief that, wow, can I really ask somebody to pay me that amount of money to be able to achieve that outcome? 
Um, and because we have this belief, we start to doubt that we're going to we're worth that. The value that we we bring or the product that we bring is not worth the money that we we would like to charge for it. And if we've got that belief, then that's going to be um, holding us back. So I had to really change my my beliefs around money. And now I believe that money is a facilitator. It's an it's a necessary thing that we have to have in the Western world to be able to live. Um, but you know, when I try to put a, a label or a price on what I do, I have to also consider that I've got 15 years of experience and training um, as an adult educator and also as a, a human behavioral specialist. So that, that's taken lots of money and lots of hours and, and that to, to invest in that sort of information. And that's what people are actually um, buying from me is that experience so that they don't have to go through the ups and downs that other people who, who haven't got that experience or aren't involved with people with that experience will endure. So that's how I, I sort of came around the, the objective of worth and value with regards to the product that I sell. Yeah, no, nice one. And I noticed that you, you were saying earlier as well that you, you try and concentrate a lot. You do open up your um, coaching to anyone, but what I was going to say was that your, your main focus is in the, um, you know, the, the 30 plus or in around the 30 year old um, to, to help them excel. So do you want to tell us a bit more of why you concentrate or, or attempt to concentrate in that area? Yeah, because um, I find most of my clients actually come from that area, from that age demographic. Um, and whether that be mums who have had a family and are now looking at returning to work, or it's um, men or, or women who have realized that there's more to life than going to just work for somebody else to pay the bills um, and then do the nine to five and then come home again. They realize that they've got more potential. They, they know that they can do a better job. They know that they've got the skills to be able to break away and to live life on their own terms, to run their own business, to you know, start to challenge the status quo of society. Um, but they just don't know how to go about doing it. They're, they're really unsure. Um, they've got these, these great ideas, but they don't know how to implement them. They have the, this fear that they're going to be seen as a fraud or that they're not going to be able to connect with anybody, um, that, that what they have is only valuable within the nine-to-five employee role um, and things like that. So there's a, there's a lady that I, I've been working with who is an accountant, and you know she, she started to realize that maybe working for the accountancy um, firm that she currently is may not be the best idea, um, but she's exploring now. She's, she's sort of gone through my Discover Your Why and Purpose workshop and decision-making workshop to really nut out exactly what it is that she wants. And through those two workshops, she's now starting to develop a really clear idea of where she wants to be going so that when she makes the decision as to where she wants to go, she knows that that's the best decision that she could make at that particular time. And therefore, her life is going to be much more calmer and peaceful knowing that you know, she's investigated everything and, and worked out a, a really good decision. That, that, that's probably actually a good segue because I was going to ask, like, if somebody was thinking about starting their own business, what what would be the first step that you'd encourage them to do? Um, the first step that I would encourage anybody to do is to work out their why, work out the purpose um, that they want to be able to do this. You know, and when I say the why, it's not a case of, yes, I want to be able to make enough money to support my family. You know, it, the why has to come from a feeling. 
Um, it needs to come from because I really truly believe that I can make a difference or I can build a, a safe and secure home um, that a family is going to be able to grow in and flourish and to be able to spend the rest of their days in. I would be able to um, provide them with X, Y and Z. So it's, a, it's more of a feeling. If you can understand the why through a feeling or a belief that you have, then that really starts to fuel your um, desire to be able to push forward. Because once you know your why, if you can create a big enough why in your world, then you will do anything you can to fulfill that why. You will do anything you can to make sure that it happens. And you're going to need that, that energy and that belief to be able to push through the hard times when you're, in, when you're starting up your own business. When you have those days where you think, geez, this is just too hard. This is bonkers. Why, why have I even started to do this? Um, and then you'll remember your why and you'll go, that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm doing it. So how does somebody find their why? If they, Sorry? Like if this is something they've never thought about or spoken about or, you know, it's the first time they're hearing it. How do they find it? Yeah. Um, that's, that's a question I get asked a lot. And uh, what I say to them is it, it, it's a bit of a strange way to view it, but it works. So find yourself a nice quiet space. Find a, an area where you can sit down and you're going to be distraction-free. Switch your phone off and everything. And then sit down and imagine you are at your own funeral. Now, this is, really, this is the really weird bit. So you are at your own funeral. Nobody can see you. You're almost like a spirit drifting around. What you want to, you want to be able to go to these people who are having the conversations and you want to hear what they're saying about you. Now, they're not going to say, oh, yeah, he had a really flash car and he had a, a, you know, a beautiful big home. Did you see the size of the home? Oh, his living room was amazing. The swimming pool was beautiful. They're not going to talk about those things. They're going to be talking about the type of person you are. And that's what I mean about the feelings and the, 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 what's coming from your core. So imagine how you would like to be remembered at your funeral and start to make some notes. And then from there, you start to develop a feeling. You start to develop a, a, a core idea, a big idea. And from that point, you can then start to really nut out what is your why. Um, so it's a, it's a sort of process that you have to go through. It's almost like filtering coffee through a filter. Um, to get the, the real intense flavors, you have to let it soak and, and immerse its way through, through the the coffee bean and through the filter paper um, before you get that really nice, nice true um, sense of, of the drink that you want. So that's how I would recommend that people um, approach their why for the very first time. Now, you, you've obviously got training courses and other things out there that help people, you know, take it to the next level as well. Mm -hmm. How do people find out about um, where you are, what you do, and, and, and obviously make contact with you? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've got a website. It's called IamEnoughCoaching.com. Um, I've also got uh, two Facebook pages, well, one page, one group. The page is called I Am Enough Coaching, and the group is called You Are Enough. Now, in the group, I share lots and lots of valuable information. There's other professionals in there as well, other business people. And the whole idea of the group is to support each other and to share our experiences so that uh, you know, if we do come up against a pitfall, we've shared it with other people so that they're aware that it's out there and they can avoid it. Um, there's other ways that you can contact me. You could contact me through my email, which is steve at iamenoughcoaching.com. Um, or you know just respond to the 
hopefully you'll you'll stick a link on this for me um with, with, yeah. with, with this blog you know i'm always happy to to chat with with anybody uh, i always give the first session away um free just so that we can discover more about each other and see if we're compatible and work can work together now that's magic was it it's uh, just as a, a final um note is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners um on any topic or any subject um just that you know you are enough you are enough exactly as you are at the moment to be able to achieve anything that you want if you can get out of your own way because that's generally what holds us back is our own thoughts our own internal dialogue that goes on in our heads um if you can get out of your way and really believe that you have got what it takes to achieve it you know your why um you've got your values and beliefs all aligned then you can really start to move forward and if you can understand yourself you can understand others and that goes for your team as well so it's worth investing in your team to get them some coaching and some some understanding of how humans behave because it doesn't matter what your your job is whether you be a tradie whether you be a bank worker whether you be in sales if you can understand other human beings you're going to be able to respond better so that means that you're going to be able to respond better within your team with your clients with your um, co-workers and even with your with your family and friends so you know it really is important to understand who you are so yeah that that's my would be my final message out there at the moment fred um if anybody's listening and they're really contemplating making that 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 jump go and learn about yourself no, absolutely. Top, you know, great comment and, and top advice. Um, I'd encourage anybody that's listening to at least touch base with Steve and, you know, um, take up the offer of that, that initial first conversation so that even if you don't work with Steve, you'll, you'll get some valuable information that might put you on the right path. So, so make contact. Um, I'll put the links up um, underneath if you're listening to this afterwards. Then we'll, the links will all be there so you can make contact. And I really appreciate your time on the call today, Steve. Thanks. Thanks very much, Fred. Could I just mention a, a special offer that I've got on about uh, a, a set of free workshops at the moment? Um, oh, we, which allow, is... we don't allow special offers for our listeners. No, I got Thanks. So it sort of, it really does sort of tie in with what we've just been discussing, and it's a set of uh, free life-changing workshops that will set you up for success in in 2018. And uh, it's the the free workshops that I, I recommend anybody should do initially, which is um, first of all to discover your why purpose workshop. Then we look at your values and beliefs workshop, and then we go into the decision-making workshop, where you will get a definitive yes or no um, response to uh, to whether you should make that decision or not. Normally these free workshops come in around a value of $725, but uh, just before Christmas, just so that people can get set up for 2018, I'm offering this at 60% of the original price, which is $435 for these free workshops. So uh, if people are interested in that, um, please give me a shout. It could really kickstart their, their 2018. Now, what a magic offer, um, and, and really appreciate it. Um, <coughs> I certainly encourage people to jump on because it, it is, as you said, knowing your why is, is really the, um, the, the foundation of, of anything, and, and without the right foundation, the building falls over. Exactly, yeah, yeah, really, really good analogy. Thank you. Okay, um, I shall talk to you next time. Take care. Thank you very much, Fred. Really appreciate it. Bye bye.
Just a quick reminder that if you are an expert in your field and you want to share your knowledge, then simply go to our website, radio.abi.com.au, and register your interest. You can also listen to more experts share their stories and expertise at the same address. That radio.abi.com.au. Look forward to seeing you there. Take care and have a fantastic day.